Hello everyone, Tony here, and I know when we do a Manscaped read, we normally have myself, Aaron, and Steve with me, but I needed to get this one out quick because it has to go in this week's episode because our friends at Manscaped have sent us this, the handyman. They have entered the beard game. It is no longer just about your balls, my friends. Our faces are getting the Manscaped treatment as well. Are you tired? with that relentless stubble situation. Do you dream of having a fresh, clean-shaven look but cringe at the thought of battling the daily grind of a wet shave? Well, you are not alone, my friends, and that's why we've teamed up with Manscaped to bring you the ultimate solution. Brace yourselves, because Manscaped is making a statement in the beard game with the all-new Handyman Electric Face Shaver. Your ticket to a face as smooth and sharp as James Bond, minus the chaos of a traditional shave. Join the 9 million gents worldwide who've entrusted their grooming to Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Hop over to manscaped.com, use the promo code FMSHOW to snag a glorious 20% off and score free worldwide shipping. As I say, this turned up this morning. Usually when I do my beard, I get a disposable razor in to do my neck and obviously the line up and under my eyes. I used the handyman this morning and my word, no more disposable razors for me. This is a seriously good bit of kit. I am very, very impressed with that. Whether you're looking for a wet shave or whether you're going to do it dry, the handyman is your trusty sidekick, ready for action wherever you go. It's compact design. It's airplane friendly. It makes it the ultimate on-the-go grooming tool. And of course, if you have a bit more on your face like I do, you can also look at getting yourself involved with the Beard Hedger that has up to 20 hair cutting lengths all on one guard, so no more messy drawer full of extra add-ons. So trust me, gents, you cannot go wrong with any of these options. Manscaped has your grooming game locked and loaded. Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FMSHOW at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code FMSHOW. Hit that refresh button with The Handyman. Hello everyone and welcome to the FM show. I am of course your host Tony Jameson and welcome to FM 24. The game is now officially released in its fully fledged glory and of course we'll talk about that but first welcome RDF Tactics and producer Steve. Fellas how are we? Oh I'm doing fantastic. Smiles on my face. FM 24 is out. We are ready to go. We are ready to go. Have you thought about your main save? Oh, you better believe I've thought about my main save. We're going to talk about that as we get through it. Because I've got I've got not one, but I've got two. Ooh. Are you looking okay, to split it? So, like, uh, first first half of the cycle, second half of the cycle? No, what I'm looking to do is I'm looking to uh, give myself so much work to do that I'm going to end up crying. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stream one, and I'm going to do one for YouTube. So that's, that's oh, how okay. we're going to do it. So, uh, so we'll talk about that. Steve, yeah. how mm. are we? I'm very well. I'm very well. I'm just uh, 
It's a nice sunny day here, actually, which um, <laughs> is unusual. But obviously, you, everyone watching, listening will be seeing this uh, many, many days uh, after. <laughs> so it's, uh, there was a moment in time where the weather was nice. Obviously, we had storms back and forth, that sort of thing. Uh, and I'm very well. And sorry if I look a little bit distracted, but I'm just um, setting something up, which we'll get into in a, in a, in a second, a bit later on. Okay, okay. Um, speaking as well of, of, of you know, the the, the 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 weather being different to release day weather <laughs> and of course you know we, we are trying to sync things up you know that we record the podcast before it comes out of course that's how it has to work you know uh should also say we're recording this before our live show so um it's going to come out after the live show has happened so either thank you everyone for coming that was an amazing night or <laughs> hey really sorry it didn't go ahead because of you know that thing that happens <laughs> either or <laughs> Hopefully it was fine, but there is a storm happening, so, so we should probably address that in the UK. It shouldn't get as far as Nottingham, but we don't know. Uh, but it was lovely to see you, or terribly sorry. Delete it. To <laughs> do a really sharp like cut on the bit. Yeah, oh, I know, I'm, I'm going to leave it like that, and everyone's like, for me, yeah. they weren't there going, "Well, what happened?" <laughs> yeah, we had a wonderful time. <laughs> Just cut straight. Going, really sorry about that. Um, yeah, if if you haven't seen, if you, of course if you weren't there on Nottingham uh, on on Monday night, then you can see the show if it happened um, on Patreon. So of course head over to Patreon and have a little look at that. So it's patreon.com forward slash the FM Show Pod. Um, but enough about things that may or may not have happened, Aaron. Yes. You already touched upon it. We're going to talk before we get into main saves. <laughs> We're going to talk beta because of course early access is now finished. It's over. It's done. How many saves did you get through? Two. Two? Two. In I'm actually counting one. Um, no, no, two. Two. All right, it's actually technically three. It's technically, technically three. Technically three. So we did a, an intro stream, which was, we just picked Arsenal. I, I think I mentioned this before. It's just a stream that allowed people to, oh, search this player, search that player, so we can see the attributes. FM has just come out. And then we did a Leon save, which was very data-led. Mm-hmm. And... Some some reason my computer just thought, you know what, I'm gonna give up today. <laughs> I'm gonna give up. Mm. So my computer was down out of action for a couple of days. I had to use my laptop to stream. Of course, all my files are on the computer, so we had to start a new one. We just called it a break, a break save, which was Sunderland, which was actually way more exciting than it t- intended to be. People were engaged in this one a bit more than the Leon one. I was like, what's going on here? And it was the same. So we just fell into this sort of thing. It's just data-led, but there was no real plan for it to be data-led. It was just like Actually, this is one way we actually really know how to recruit at the moment. So I think that's the way that we're going to go into the main save as well, which is be really, not necessarily, oh my God, it's only data only. What would China do is that you can't really see everyone's attributes and then we kind of select a whole, we create a big shortlist and we scout a few players and then whichever one's good enough, we will look to sign sort of thing. So we are still using attributes a bit, but it's not like, oh my God, he's got this attribute over that attribute over him. So we're going to pick him over. Like, no, his, his date is better, so we're going to trust him. And that's how mm. it kind of went. So we went through really free saves, but I'm actually counting it one because we're only really involved in, in digging in into one save, which is the Leon save, which went yeah. really well. I was going to say, I saw I saw it flash up that you were doing Sunderland and like, all, <laughs> and of course, all, all of my audience were like, Aaron's doing Sunderland. You said we're not going to do Sunderland. Aaron's doing Sunderland. Like, have you, have you got into his head? And I'm like, I know he is, and he's going to hate it, but also really enjoy it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's really enjoyable. So I, the one reason why I hated it 
is because we started so well. It was like 20 games unbeaten or whatever. Mm. I don't know what happened. Something just, in one of the games just went, and then we just started getting hammered everywhere. At, at home, we were getting... So when I mean hammering, I'm talking about the AI literally just controlling the game. We can't get the ball. It was like literally one game, it was the opposite. <clears throat> we was like, this is just too easy for us. You know that complaint? Oh, game's too easy. Too easy. I think maybe FM heard the FM gods heard that. And then, yeah, literally we was losing, started losing that 5-1 at home and we don't know what was going on. And then, yeah, we kind of turned it around a bit, but that was the frustrating bit about Sunderland because it felt that some of the players were a bit inconsistent. Some, especially the goalkeeper just lost his, he was just losing his head a bit. And that's what got a bit frustrating at Sunderland. But it was fun because the squad is really, really young and really exciting as well. Players like Jack Clark, you got Joe Bellingham, of course, Chris Rigg, the 16-year-old. Oh, he's a Yeah, oh, really. man. Yeah. It's, a, it's absolutely fun save. I would mm-hmm. actually advise many people to go and check out Sunderland and even expectations. So you mm-hmm. can do well. You're not expected to do well sort of thing. So you you can just go through your first season, the first couple of seasons of playing the youngsters, developing them, and then off you go. Yeah, you're right. I think like in real life, I think there's a lot they massively overachieved last season getting into yeah. the playoffs. I think the expectation was basically stay in the division. Yeah. And then the recruitment's really smart. Like you say, it's it's all about sort of like buying younger players and um and yeah, there is some some talent in that squad. And and I do keep you know what? I do keep saying I'm not gonna do it. I'm not there will be a point. No, yeah, I think, yeah, I think so, yeah. Like, it just always happens. Even it's if like, it's offline, I think this year is really fun. Oh, 100%, 100%. So that's, that's, uh, so you've done that, which is fantastic. And it sort of saved me having to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm obviously, uh, I'm obviously at Atalanta. Um, yeah. Or as I say, obviously I am, it's finished now, but yeah, we are <laughs> Atalanta. Um, mentioned in the last episode, uh, my recruitment drive to get Emil Smith Rowe in, uh, which of course was, was well received from both of you, which I'm very happy about. Hmm. Um, happy to say, Emil Smith Rowe is brilliant in Atlanta and he's settled really well and he scores lots of goals and he plays, he gets loads of assists and he's he's brilliant in that number 10 role. And I, I, it's totally justified my decision on bringing him in. Okay. <laughs> so very, very happy about that. Um, tell you who else is is very, very good is uh, Gianluca Scamacca is very, very good in Italy as a complete forward. He took a bit of time to to heat up like you know Muriel was getting all the goals early goals <laughs> in the first season Scamacca was just like hey this is you look like you're having a great time I'm just sort of like mosing about here and then Scamacca just sort of went I think it's my turn to score goals now yeah. right and he did was he didn't he doesn't score tappings does Scamacca he does not score tappings ah, so my favourite strikers Blasties only, like absolutely. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite strikers, just no nonsense sort of finishes. Runs towards goals, like none of this fancy curling to around the goalkeeper. Just smash. You ain't getting that. <laughs> oh, like if, if, if Skamaka picks the ball up thirty yards from goal, I'm like, he's gonna score. He's yeah. gonna score. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just one of those. I like those strikers in the game because one of those when they go one on one, you're not really you're, you're calm because you know that like, he's just gonna smash this sort of thing. Mm. It's those. It's those strikers that like to try and place their shots and that, that give me a bit of trouble, man. I, <laughs> but the strikers that shoot with power are oh, lovely. Lovely. Oh, 100%. So like at the end of the first season, we, we started to tail off a bit. We sort of got to that, that mid-season slump that you mentioned there. We finished uh, 10th, I think it was. So we missed out on Europe, which was, was weird because the initial expectation was to avoid being relegated, believe it or not. And then they changed it mid-season to get into Europe. They missed out on Europe. And I was like, right, well, What's the deal here? And the ball were like, nah, it's fine. Don't worry. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you'll not seem a lot more laid back than I was expecting, given the fact that initially avoid relegation, which is a stupid target. Yeah, that's um, crazy. 
so so we rolled into season two and I was like, look, I said to to all my lot on, on the stream, twitch.tv forward slash Tony James FM, by the way. Um said to everyone on the stream, I was like, look, we need to kind of like rattle through this save, right? Because we want to get moving into into the full the full game. So it's like, let's do another year. So I I took myself away from all the transfers. So I gave all the responsibilities to the director of football. He handled everything. Players in, players out, staff in, staff out. I went down to key highlights. And I was like, we are literally just going to be shouting at players from the sideline. That's all we <laughs> and, um, and we started off incredibly well. We won won a few matches in a row. Preseason were looking healthy. Then we're like sort of going, right, we're building up this bit of momentum. And, um, and something happened. Something happened that I've already tweeted out. And please tell me you've seen it. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out. And I think it's almost given me an idea for something we can possibly do as a podcast going forward. <laughs> to be fair, I've actually seen that about three, four times. So I was, I was in, I'm a, I'm a lurker. People know I'm a lurker. So I was actually in the stream as it was happening as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> then I saw the clip. Because, um, oh, who was it? It was Scott Michael, but there's a, your attacking midfielder was just on fire that day as well. Oh, um, the attacking midfield oh. was, was Rategi was playing out uh, just behind, but um, Zapata was out on the on I the think so, side yeah. I just remember the creator, the creator which was going. Pabega, yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. Pabega, yeah. I just remember, yeah, this guy's he's, he's, he's living nice there. So, yeah, I was, I was actually watching it. And then I was watching your stream yesterday as well when you turned it on. And then the typical Tony is like, listen, mate, everyone, you've got to see this goal. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw it live. Then I saw the TikToks and the group chat. And then I saw it live again. Oh, Which, obviously, I, I, but when you do see the goal, you won't complain. I have plastered this everywhere. Like, yeah. I'm dining out on this. I have scored. I Skamaka has scored the greatest goal I've ever seen on Football Manager, okay? Now, <laughs> if I try to explain it to you, because I've, I've given it a pretty lofty expectation yeah. at this point, ball comes out wide, Steve, okay? Ball comes out wide. Uh, Retegui, I think I pronounced that wrong, but he's uh, he runs the channel, okay? He's playing as an advanced forward, but he runs the channel. He pulls the defenders out, okay? Now, mm-hmm. what he does is he checks back, okay? And it looks mm-hmm. like his body shape is angling to just lay the ball back to Zapata, who plays as the defensive winger, to get across in or to sort of come back inside and move the ball inside rather than just whipping a ball in. But no, no, Rategi spins round and he crosses on his left foot, and he's right-footed, by the way, swings <laughs> the ball right into the penalty area, and Skamaka's in there. Now, he's gone forward, first of all, because he's playing a complete forward. We've got a high line of engagement. And he yeah. goes forward, drops back, so the defenders kind of go, where's that big fella gone? As the ball comes up over the top, Skamaka turns with his back to goal and launches the most ridiculous overhead kick I've ever seen Ooh. into the top corner. And honestly, when it happened on stream, I lost my mind. <laughs> like, oh, my God! <laughs> yeah, I just, I've never scored one. That's it. I've never scored one. I've never seen is, it. Yeah. And then he tried he tried another one like on the, on the last night's stream. Like he just goes and tries again. I'm like, he's this guy's he's insane. But my word, what a goal. So it got me thinking, could mm. we have a goal of the month competition? I don't know what oh, we do fun. to to dedicate the winner, but but do send us your goals. Do send us your goals via via Twitter or, or in the Discord and mm. let us see them. Because I think a, a goal of the month competition could be quite fun, couldn't it? That's great. Yeah. That's good. I've actually had this video for an idea, but I was like, that wouldn't work as a video. <laughs> just, me just going through people was like, oh yeah, what? I had <laughs> just so, But I just thought, you know what, there. <laughs> so, in, so in addition to Skamaka then being being the greatest uh, footballer that's ever walked the face of this earth, um, <laughs> my director of football, as I say, has been doing all the all the oh. transfer negotiations for me. 
Right. Emil Smith Rowe stays. Thankfully, right? We didn't Oof. sell Emil Smith Rowe. Uh, Luckman was sent on loan to Tottenham during the summer, and I was like, well, that's a bit of a stupid bit of business. You want to be keeping a hold of him? And he was like, I've got a plan. I'm like, have you? <laughs> he went, not really. No. Um, <laughs> Regeri went, who was our, our left side winger, got rid of him, didn't replace him. Um, <laughs> what they did do was they bought Anel, you know, the Swedish lad that plays at Sheffield United in real life? Yeah, yeah. Anel yeah, Ametsovic. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. The, yeah. the Fiorentina legend, Anel Ametsovic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, I, and I, I'm a big fan of that signing, so I was like, right, cool, get him in. Very, very happy with that. And then, obviously, Rittegi was, was bought as a striker. And on transfer deadline day in January, I think our director of football panicked a little bit. And he went after every single centre-half known to man and every centre-forward known to man. We almost got Victor Boniface on loan, which was quite interesting. I was like, ooh, okay, that would have been good. Um, but he was like, no, no, I don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> so instead, we ended up with Eric Dyer. That's the face I pulled as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, wow. what has suggested Eric Dyer is the answer to any Did of our problems? You're taking his wages off. Avoid relegation. For, for what? For what, <laughs> uh, but for what benefit? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Because the thing is, like, we play with, with three at the back. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He's not, he's not particularly pacey, is he? No. no, he's he is kind of like that sort of centre backy right back, isn't he? Kind of yeah. Yeah. Which, of the pitch which he occupies, suppose... which right side of a back three, you know. And I guess he you've would got fit in. yeah, and he's probably got the the capabilities of playing a libero if needs be because he can play in midfield as well, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, it was just a bit of a not a, bit of a, a left field sign. Yeah. raised the bar. Mm. Yeah. This is the downside, and we'll do. We just spoke about delegation there, and we will do an episode. Mm. Now we're into FM24 land. Yeah, yeah. We'll go through all the various bits. We will do a, a, a bit in an episode, upcoming episode on delegation because it can really help um, you focus on the stuff that is fun for you in the way you play the game. But this is an example of how actually it can be, uh, it's not perfect. It's not, but and, then again, yeah. you, you play where it lies, right? Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, it's not supposed to be perfect, is it? I mean, why would we play? <laughs> if I could just let my director of football just make the perfect signings all the time, there's no point in me doing it. Do you not? Do you not do finals like? Because I on my settings have um, final sign off. Oh, the finalized, yeah. Yeah, is the well, manager. I would because then that. I could be like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I guess fair, it depends, though, isn't it? Because certain directors, I guess, like, depending on club in real life, it depends the club and depends on the. Obviously, their relationship that they have with... I can imagine some managers will have that final word like, no, 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 we're not. But then some people, is literally, it relies on the director of football sort of thing. Mm. So I guess it depends on how you would want to approach it in the game as well. Yeah, I, to be fair, I was just like, we've got about three days left before FM24. <laughs> Let's battle yeah. through it. So I, I just think it's gave, more of a challenge as well. control over it. Yeah, yeah. more of a challenge like, on, like, for the viewers as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. See what you've brought to the table yeah, and we've and got to, try, got and to get, figure, try and get a tune out of it. So um, that's fine. So yeah, yeah. so that was, yeah. that was quite interesting. And we might do something yeah. like that again in the future because it was it was quite good fun, yeah. to be honest. Mm. Um, but of course, looking forward to the future, obviously we're mm. now in proper mm. full fat FM24 mode. Um, Alan Pardew dance. Yeah, Alan Pardew <laughs> dance. <laughs> 
Is that what you do when you think about milk, Aaron? Is yeah, yeah. That? yeah. Oh my god, milk! Don't get me started on milk. Take the edge off, semi skimmed. Ah, just ended already. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what were we talking about? Oh, I don't know. Um, FM twenty four saves. FM twenty four yeah, oh, yeah. full yeah. fat saves. Full fat, none of this semi skimmed saves. Um, what are we going to do then? Because. I've Presumably, we're we're in now. We start. I know for a fact I've already started. <laughs> um, Aaron, you're probably about your fourth save at this point. And, and Steve, you know, I'm going to come to Steve first of all, right? Steve, what are you going to do? We're all here. We're all got FM24 out. Is there not a tiny part of you that's like going? Maybe, maybe I should get involved. I don't feel as beautiful. <laughs> Go on then. Go on then. Let's, Go on. Hey, let's, what? let's have a look. <laughs> Football Manager 2024. Oh, okay. Steve's on the Let's go. Let's oh, go. Oh, he's kept that quiet, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. What I think then, mm. um, a bit like uh, for people of a certain vintage, you watch te- television of a certain age and upwards. Um, <laughs> here's one I made earlier. Um, yeah. as a Blue Peter reference for people there. Um, here is, I've got FM24 open and I thought it'd be good to, I think I'm probably have a look at Everton. I'm not going to give it, to be clear, I'm not stopping Fiorentina completely because I'm really enjoying it at the moment and I'll talk about that in a future episode in terms of how things are going there. But um, yeah, I'll give it a go and I thought actually the thing to give a go with would be, um, not, I haven't got a club at the moment. Um, sorry, what am I talking about? I have got a club. I've chosen Everton. But I've set, chosen the specific manager profile, gone through all the fancy appearance things that you can do, <laughs> and a wide array of stuff. Have you got um, an eye patch and face pinned? That's the question. No, I haven't. No, I sort of skip through them. I'll sort of, you know, mm. more uh, in a different say, maybe I'll spend all that time sort of doing that sort of stuff. Um, I'm on the managerial style section. Mm-hmm. And I thought for the viewers and the listeners, this is a really important thing that we should talk about. And actually asking this, having not asked beforehand, so slightly doing it on the fly, uh, for the episode, Aaron and Tony, is it possible for us to have this screen up when we are, um, not necessarily what I'm showing, but to see what I'm talking about? You know what's funny? I'm smiling because I've got my OBS open and my football manager open. I'm literally clicking as you're talking. <laughs> Marvelous. I've already got Everton and I'm, I'm at the uh, create a manager, choose manager style. I actually thought maybe we could try to use Look it. Look at this. <laughs> it sounds like my weekend's just got busier, hasn't it? <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll try and make it easy with the clicky clicky so you don't have to do too much. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie. Okay, so the screen is on YouTube. You'll work. be able to see it. We'll, we'll talk you through it on, 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 on the pod as well anyway. You're on your create manager, choose managerial mm-hmm. style. Um, you go on it. Top left, you've got coaching badges and past playing experience. Default option is suggested badge based on Everton. Now this, yeah. to be absolutely clear, Football Manager does not have a difficulty level setting. Doesn't yeah. That's not a thing the game has. Yeah. However, there are things you can do to make your life easier. Some yes. people on this, on this podcast might not choose to do that because they think <laughs> stuff, misery is... You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's also ways to make the game harder. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. So you can go the other way. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, so first thing I tend to do um, is untick that, mm-hmm. have a look, 
I will go for the top one. You can go no badges at all, of course. So you can go just blank, no current coaching qualifications. And you go all the way through National CBA, Continental, it's a Continental Pro License. If you want your life to be easier, which is what I'm going to do, <laughs> Pro License, done. On the right, past playing experience. Again, Sunday League footballer upwards. Um, this helps your reputation with the players that you're managing. Yeah. Again, why make it's hard enough already? This game's <laughs> go all the way up, go to the top, global level international, um, which says as a former international footballer, your reputation is up there with the very best in the game. Uh, on the national level, your name carries some weight and you start an instant recognition, uh, both in your country and abroad. Uh, but those who are truly global, which is this setting, uh, attention follows you wherever you go. Doors are far more readily opened uh, because of opportunities. Yeah. You can operate at the top level of the game. Um, but there is that expectation of success and quickly sort of thing. In my head, and this may or may not be accurate in terms of the way the game actually plays out, but in my head, that gives me coming into a club a bit more time. Yeah. In terms of like, if things are going a bit awry, you've got that reputation there. So that, that's what I would do. Um, and then you're getting into your management style focus. And this isn't necessarily a, a sort of making life easier thing, although it does give a clarity. Um, which is helpful going forward. So I tend to go for, well, whichever one you choose, bear, remember which one you choose. So I'm going to choose Motivator, for example. Mm. Um, so I'll bet, and, that, and I'll bear in mind that gives me high mental, if you just leave it in the middle, um, between your coaching and mental attributes, there's a dial in the middle, which Aaron's clicking over there. So yeah. um, you can shift that dial left or right. Um, give you more mental attributes uh, at the expense of coaching attributes, mm -hmm. etc. Whichever way you choose it, because you can't have it all. Yeah. Think about your staff in the future when you go to hire them, and hire staff specifically to cover the, your your weaknesses yes. in the commas. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I'm going to completely drop um, my goalkeeping. Goalkeeping is already really low. That's quite a specific one. But then yeah. you need your great goalkeeping coaches, you know, for example. So you can also, so you can do the sl slide at the top, the sort of orange circle going left and right between the, the mental and coaching. Or you can click on the individual ones and up to a point, you can max them out. So for example, if I wanted to be a really good, let's just say, for example, fitness, don't care, I'll get physios in, I'll get fitness coaches in, drop mm -hmm. it down to say maybe eight. Then that means I can whack up my attack in, I can whack up my tactical for the sake of argument uh etc so i could even maybe drop down my set pieces and get a specific set piece coach which you can in this game steve you know what you know what's interesting right is that obviously you're you're doing this like for me whenever i load this up and this maybe explains why i do struggle a bit or at least <laughs> have have the a, a different experience with fm that other people have I, I literally go default. I go like whatever whatever it gives me. I just I, I go with that. Like yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not in there tweaking away. And it usually is. I will. Usually I will, of course, go go non league or, or like you know lower badges and, and no yeah, reps yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But I think with with what we're doing uh, in my current saves, I've I've gone with the suggested reputation of whatever that league or, or club yeah. uh, requires. 
but I just I do go motivator as well because I do think I'm so that would be my style. I ain't no tactician, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> but I, but I figure I can probably get a laugh in the dressing room. Going, hey, here's, here's the way of doing it. There's, the entertainer wasn't an option, strangely. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> very much the Brent style. Um, so yeah, but I, but I just leave it as, as the default. So like whatever it says yeah. for motivator, I do that. Aaron, I presume you're a little bit more uh, bespoke as well. So. Uh, people always ask me like sometimes as well because what I do on Twitter I tend to post my good results I don't really post the bad ones obviously <laughs> so some people are like don't you get bored of winning all the times blah 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 and don't you get bored of playing a game all the time and it's like no because each save is they 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 kind of change and mm. it can start off on this page so again going back to my Leon one we actually started out as Continental C which is you wouldn't really do that in a top tier you're going to Leon you might as well just be pro licensed but we just wanted to see how it's going to be Mm. Um, so yeah, you just come up with different challenges. And then obviously each year you have to remember to do your coaching badges because you won't be as good as a coach as you can be, which is one of the one of the uh the cons I would you could say, sort of thing. But um this attribute here, this is where you kind of this is where I had to think. And it was like, right, I want to be a good attacking coach. So I was already taking notes down. Steve already touched on this. I was I was like, I'm a good attacking coach. Now I need to kind of compensate that by bringing in defensive coaches. And that sort of stuff. And it was literally quite, this is how I handled, uh, handled my staff. You only get a limited of, uh, number of staff that you can hire or a, num- a limited number of coaches that you can have until you can obviously request it. But that's very rare that you're going to get that straight away. So let's say there's seven coaches at Leon. I'm one of them already. So I've really got to think about this page already. Do I want to be a defensive coach, an attacking coach? And once I do that, go into the game, I take notes of what type of coach I am. And then I try and obviously not hire that. Because that's what a lot of people do is like, Ah, oh, I want to be a great attacking coach, technical. Boom, first coach, Dennis Burkham does the exact same thing as you. <laughs> sort of thing. And it's just like, well, mm. your players might be grown uh, technically, but they're mentally and otherwise, they might not be growing as much as they should be. Yeah, I use the the staff <clears throat> the staff sort of report on that as well. When you get in and you can see obviously all the the, the, the bars that shows you show the, yeah. the the strength of your of your staff, which again is an episode in the future. Yeah. And looking as you say the, the thing deficiencies. So to speak, obviously the thing with that though, it could be a bit of a trick unless you are also yeah. manually uh assigning your coaches as well, because again, you could have great it could all be green, right? All could all, all could be top, but mm. it doesn't mean that you still have a great defensive coach. Your defensive coach might be good at defensive but even better attacking. So he's still technically an attacking coach until you sort that out, obviously manually, and you go and assign your coaches. But that can also be a trick as well. Just because you've got the the best of the best, it doesn't mean that it's actually sorted out properly in your training because that defensive coach that is giving you a very good rating could be your best technical coach and he's actually doing technical training and he's doing the technical training and you're doing the defensive training and your defensive attributes at 13, whereas your attacking attributes at 17, so, yeah, again, make sure you are thinking about this, but also when you do sign your coaches, make sure you are assigning them correctly as well. Again, I'm going to make a little note of that because that might explain a few things. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Aaron, crucially as well, where can they do that in the game? Yeah, so I'll just press confirm because we're still still stuck on this manager style yes, page. so move through. We've done that, yeah. So you, <laughs> yes. and, and obviously with Everton, you'll go through and it's got the various... Um, the welcome message, yeah. yeah. The welcome exactly. message. Welcome message. We've seen if you've got FM23, you would have seen that as well. Yeah. So we're gonna go to staff straight away. And you can see here coaching team comparison, Everton. I mean, a lot of things here are below the average. But I'll, what I was talking about specifically, you can go to training, 
go to coaches and then edit coach assignments here. And then here you can see it. So for those who are listening on audio, because I just went off there as if everyone's on YouTube. On the left-hand side, you've got a training tab. Make sure you click that. Then you've got a few uh, options like overview, calendar, schedules, units. On the far, far, far right, you've got coaches. And then slightly to the right, again, you've got edit coach assignments. And then a lovely screen pops up where you've got now the star rating of each coach. And you can see here, if I just ask my assistant, which what most of us does, you can see I'm already split into three different categories here. So I'm not giving my best in what I'm, I've just sorted out. I'm a great, what have I put myself as a great attacking coach? Now, this is what I was mentioning earlier. I'm still now doing defending coaches. My defensive is only at 15, but mm. my defensive rating can still be given a high attribute, uh, a high rating in my coaching thing that you're seeing with my defensive one. Because my defense is at 15, which is still fairly high, but my attacking's at 20 and my technical's at 17. I'm clearly more of an attacking coach, but here I'm doing defensive, attacking, and possession, which is just too much for one man. It's just too much. So, would you say two max to maximize each coach yeah. in terms of the ones that you click on this screen? The stars help you. So, the stars will help you and it'll kind of tell you what you can do. So, if I should do defending technical, I'm four stars. And if I do defending and tactical, then I'm three and a half in each, which is actually fairly respectable still. And that's because I am a good coach. I've given myself the pro license. I've got 20s and stuff like that. But that's defending that. If I go to attacking tactical, I should be five. There you go. I am five stars. So though I am good defensively, I'm clearly an attacking coach. That's where I would best be at. And that's what, how you should approach your training if you want to go really, really in-depth like this. Okay, and so... actually, the reason it's worth investing that time in—sorry, Tony—to to, to yeah, go off, go for it. Yeah. It's foundational stuff, right? Yeah, you do it mm. once, and at, for that manager profile, it's done. Um, yes, you do this, and I know there's a conversation about you know, do some people ride the continue button? Do some people just sit yeah, down, yeah. pen and paper, mm. spend hours? Not, not even. <laughs> never mind, not even um, playing a game, not even moving forward from that initial first day. You know, so yeah. the reason that this stuff is beneficial is you do it. At this point, you know, I'm looking at this current coach lineup for Everton, uh, yeah. as, as Aaron, Aaron was shown as well. And I'm looking through, and I guess it'll be the same, won't it? And I'm already thinking there are some, you know, it's it's brutal in terms of like if you think about these people as not digital avatars with people. Yeah. Uh, but you're going through and it's like, there, there's just this coaching stuff is just not yeah. up to scratch hello everyone tony here hope you're enjoying the episode and if you are enjoying the episode then maybe you might consider signing up to support us on patreon aaron yes and we can't just leave it there i think we should tell them more what are we offering Okay, right. So Patreon, if you don't know what Patreon is, Patreon is a way of supporting the FM show as a podcast if you can afford it. We must stress if you can afford it, okay? Yes. If you want to sign up, become a member of the FM show team, you can do so from as little as £3 a month. And Aaron, what are we going to give them in return? Exclusive content. Some of my favourite things. But also a Patreon shout out. We will get some bonus episodes given to you. I believe as well, you get some... Um, Discord benefits. Discord benefits. Am I right? There's Discord benefits. Absolutely. There's a little private secret channel in there where only Ooh. the Patreons can talk, where they get maybe maybe they get some heads up on things that we're going to start making in the future as well. We've started putting save files in for certain tiers. You might hear about live show tickets early doors because you know we've got a live show on now. We might have more in the future, and we let our Patreons know about that first. 
Oh, yes. And even if you're struggling a bit on Football Manager, we will be doing a monthly Q&A for FM24. Absolutely. And there's going to be loads more stuff as well. Potentially things like me and Aaron going up against each other on versus mode. It's going to be the place to be. If you can afford to support the podcast, please do. From as little as £3 a month, you can go and visit patreon.com forward slash the FM show pod to become a member of the FM show squad. Two, 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 two schools of thought on this one then. So because I've I sort of touched at the start that I'm doing I'm doing two saves yeah. in FM24, right? Because again, I, I want to make things harder for myself. Right? <laughs> so, so these manager profiles and these staffing is it, quite interesting because I'm approaching them in two different ways as well. Yeah. Okay? So my main my main Twitch save is is build a nation. Okay. So I'm I'm looking to, oh, yeah. to build a nation in, in Greece. So for that, that's 100% long term. Ideally, I want to stay at the same club. We are yeah. in the second division. We are we we just avoided relegation this a couple of seasons this season before. So it's going to be a slow burner. Um, yeah. So I'm in there. I'm my motivator. We're going to try and and improve our coaches as good as we can. It's not a bad club to be at, you know. So we we can get some some of those gaps plugged, and we'll do that in a kind of fairly organic way and it should be a fairly straightforward process i'd imagine to move up into the top division then we can start getting better people in the other save i'm doing which is over on youtube is i've i've, I've agreed to go back to blythe spartans which i don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea right? <laughs> um, Ooh, it's been, i know i know you know what's say never go back the here's a podcast yeah, episode never go back right Every, a lot of people have been asking over the years like you know did you ever you know we did football manager in my life, the stand-up show. I was going to say, do you want to remind people, in? Tony, of um of it, just in case they're not? I will, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. see, just behind me, up in the uh, if you're watching on YouTube, I've got a, a tour poster up there, uh, very narcissistically in my my office. Um, so yeah, so back in the day, right, back in the day, I did a stand-up show called Football Manager Room My Life, and we went on tour, and it was great. But it's ten, it's the ten year anniversary of actually touring that show, okay. Mm-hmm. And in that, I talk about winning the Champions League with Blind Spartans. Now. It took me 35 seasons at the time. So obviously I've got to, I've got to do it quicker now. Um, games changed a lot. So more pressure, of course, on trying to do it. But the legacy of winning that Champions League, people kept saying, oh, will you go back? Will you go back? Will you try and do it again? And I'm like, I've always never, never really thought that I'd go back and try and retell the story. But this year I'm like, you know what? I think this year is the time to do it. And I'm going to do it with the real world transfers and stuff. And I was going to say this. And then looking into my coaching situation there, like I'm in a difficult spot because my coaches are also my players. So I can't get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Wowzers. Oh, wow. So look at my deficiency and go, yeah, you're not very good. But also if I lose you, I don't have a centre-back. So there is that. <laughs> wow. Does that mean that they're coaching themselves then, basically? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're coming to me with reports going, I'm doing great. And they're like, I bet you're doing great. <laughs> I'll tell you who needs who needs a wage rise, gaffer. Me. Right? Oh, that's funny. I don't know. I was like, as well. It's crazy that they're doing the thing. I was going to say to people as well, maybe actually now, you just, now you've mentioned that, maybe this is something that you should check out for as well. If you actually take note of the coaches here, you will also notice under-21s goalkeeping coach, under-21s coach, they are also in your first team doing the coaching. So again, yeah. that's something to take note when you are doing it. And this is something that I like to do, actually. I like to, it's a bit of a, a bit of a me thing. I like to actually hire my under-21s coach first because then I'll be like, all right, that's my base. i got me and now I can start filling in the gaps in the first team with the very best. Mm. Because sometimes, a lot, uh, sometimes some of the staff that we sign would also accept under-21 contracts. 
So it kind of gives you a bit more. I mean, if your assistant isn't giving you more coaches to deal with, this is also one way you could do it sort of thing. So there are some very good coaches. I don't know if Burkamp's an example, but I'm just going to say Burkamp. Let's say Burkamp would accept your under-21s, but also accept your first team. Without you checking, make sure you kind of check if they will go to your under-21s first. You can do this. So on the left-hand staff, on the left-hand side, you've got staff here, and then you go to staff search, new search, and then you've got a little include button here. So you've got uh, interested staff, first team, interested staff, reserve. Just untick the first team. So now you've only got staff that's interested in joining your reserve and youth team. And then I like to pick like sort of the basics, level of discipline, determination, motivation. We're going to drop this down to around 12 because it is the youth team. And then hey, I've got a few coaches here that will go come to my youth team. And then we've got Gary Cahill here. Uh, okay, that was a good pick there. <laughs> but you can see I've got a few coaches here that would join my uh, under-21s. And I'll go through these. I'll try and hire these first to make sure that they don't pop up in my first team search. And then after I hired, say, three, four of them, I'll go to interested staff first team and then I'll start hiring these people. Because again, we've got Jean-Luc Cassini. He pops up in both. He's actually a very decent coach now. If I didn't check he was available from under-21s, uh, under I might have just signed him for my first team and I've technically in my head just lost a spot. See, and again, you're doing it a different way to how I do it because I just, I, I take advantage of the adverts. I, I literally, oh, I, put, yeah, I, I just, I just, put, I just go to the chip shop, stick a notice on the window, yeah. the one, you know, coach needed. Yeah, and, uh, and that's Sorry, how I'm being I a, do it. Yeah, that's a bit of an elitist, for... a bit of an elitist uh, approach because I no, am no, no, assuming no, just... that you're in a Premier League. Uh, if you are in those sort of lower leagues and you're struggling to find staff, mm. actually, search coaching is actually a very good way. You just go to your staff on the left hand side. And then next to all you, this beautiful colours of all your staff here, just click this little ad button, place advert, coaching, and then whichever one you're struggling with, goalkeeper, fitness, or just a standard coach, and then place an advert. And then mo most of the times you actually do get a decent coach coming through. Mm. Yeah, because I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say it's an elitist way of doing it. But yeah. <laughs> for me, again, for me, I, 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 again, making the game yeah. a bit more difficult for myself, I don't use the search function the way that it's designed for, which is you, know, <laughs> you can search via attributes. And why would yeah. you not, I suppose, really, if that's an option there, which of course you can do for players and for staff. Yeah. So for me, I do it. I, I always place the adverts, see who comes back. And yeah, yeah. the difficulty with that, of course, is you've said there being an elite level team, you can <laughs> place an advert because you've probably got, got spaces for more coaches than yeah, you, yeah, you currently yeah. have. Where I am, particularly with Blythe Spartans, I only have the coaches I have. I can't have more coaches. So yeah, yeah. I can't actually place an advert until I get rid of the coach that we have. Yeah. So, so again, when don't take this as gospel leagues, as well. A bit, bit more tri bit I was going to say, don't take this as gospel because I'm pretty sure some people are asking, so what's the difference between just staff searching and uh, staff searching and uh, placing the job advert? I do think the job advert are, these are going to be coaches that really want to join you. Mm. I'm assuming because especially if you do do that you will get a message so you get two messages you'll get a whole list of the people that have responded to your advert but then you you kind of get a single message saying that this coach really wants to join you sort of thing so I do think these are coaches that would really really want to join you so it, it's still a good approach you've got two ways of approaching staff that we've just given you golden mm. yeah golden. And, and I do I do love that message because oh, this staff's this member of staff yeah, is desperate to join you and you're going like yeah but it's <laughs> dreadful like of course it's desperate it's <laughs> worked for 10 years yeah. I do tend to I do tend to go for him because it is sort of in those same that build a nation where it's yeah. actually very difficult to get a very good staff and mm. one way to kind of find an undercover one is using the staff search and then going through them 
instead of going to staff search because the staff search can be a bit much for people. So it's, it's you got two ways. You got two ways. Yeah, absolutely. But I also as well, um, sorry, Tony, you go. Go. I was gonna say as well, like, I suppose if they are being very open about it, going, I want to come, I want to come, you got that actually shows yeah. a bit of ambition. I, I like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. That's ambition what I, said, I desperation tend to. Either I or. tend to go for that person. That's that's what tends to happen. I'm now I'm now into a complete bloody like. Um, Are you on Patreon as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, the first smoking notepad of FM twenty four is happening. Because <laughs> yeah, I've had a play around now, and, I, and I've with the coaching staff that do exist. Because uh, it's a game in itself, in a way, if you sort of, like those sort of games, getting trying to get the, the sort of the yeah. high stars, at the, bo- the the bottom. So I've got now with the cu- current staff at Everton, I've managed to get uh, four stars possession technical and four stars possession tactical. Three stars, attacking technical and and tactical. Um, the gaps, goalkeeping pretty good too. The gaps, yeah. defending three stars. Um, and all my workload is average, apart from fitness, which is heavy. So I clearly need another fitness coach. And I probably need another defender, defensive coach with high technical ability as well. Yeah. Um, for now. So... This is so actually in terms of our you've started the game, you've opened up, you get to this point. Um what would you guys do next? Oh my days. That you know what's crazy? I was just about to say this is not in the script, but I was just looking at it as like, right, from this page, this is what I would do, sort of thing. I was actually going to say yeah. that as well. Lead it. But um just looking at this page on the staff page, because obviously we don't want to go into too much detail with every single thing. We'll have uh, certain episodes dedicated for that. But in the coaching team, I've seen we've got, so we've, we've got two more, uh, we've got room for two more coaches. And then you kind of have a look at what area. So we've got two goal, two goalkeeper coaches, two fitness coaches. We could just bring in a couple more. So this is sort of first season. If you're new to the game, sorry. If you are new to the game, this is sort of first season, trying to work your way in. Now, some of us have been playing for many, many years. So some of us will be going straight to the coaches. Yeah, sack him, sack him, sack him. Mm, <laughs> but if you are mm. new to the game, you might not want to do that straight away. You might just want to fill in the gap sort of thing. So you can bring in two more coaches just to make so you've got seven coaches. You've got no set-piece coach. So I would... Uh, press this little addition button. Yeah, I didn't mention that. Sorry, team. I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you also don't have a set-piece coach, yeah. 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 There's, uh, there's an interesting bit as well. Sorry, just to dive in while we're, while we're talking about this. For people yeah, who yeah. are brand new, particularly to FM24, yeah. when you set your manager profile up, and I should have said this at the time, actually, there is a little, um, there is a little, little uh, button at the bottom which uh, refers to your actual playing experience of FM. Now, uh, yes. if you tick that, that will give you some little hints and tips as you go through. Okay. Yes. So a lot of the screens are new, particularly with set pieces. They're going to talk to you how you actually yeah. set your set pieces up and your staffing, your recruitment squad views, all that sort of stuff. You can tick that at the start and it's on the manager profile. Um, if you then decide you actually know it all and you've ticked it <laughs> too early, up in the top corner, there's the, where the help button is, you can tick that and you can change expertise, I think it's called, or change experience. Yeah. You, click that and it takes it back off so i presume you can put it back on if you've started yeah. where you don't you think oh i know everything and you look i don't know where i'm supposed to be click the help button and then there is a thing that says change experience i was gonna there. say so yeah there's a little question mark button and when you press that it's got inductions where also yeah. if you've missed an induction you can restart it or you can schedule an induction like a match induction obviously sometimes these inductions will come as you approach the game but you can also just schedule it whenever you would like to have it and yeah, just looking at the coaching team, I would 
Haya, or I would actually ask to add a set piece coach in for Everton because there's none at the moment, not even room for one. Mm-hmm. And then instead of going into, so you got performance analysts as well, instead of going to each and every one, I tend to just go to the head uh, performance. He's the one that's going to be giving me the details. Make sure he's okay. His analyzing date is at 17. So he's great. And then I'll kind of move, I'll do that, but I'll move on to the next one. So we've got recruitment team now. I'll sort of do the same thing for a recruitment team. I'll have a look through my scouts. I can see here scout judging ability and potential is very, very important for scouts. Now we're in the top league. So you're kind of, you want to look for the upper, the better attributes. I tend to go for 15. I'm in a premier league. So I tend to say judging potential and judging ability has to be at least 15. At Everton, this is where one area they are struggling because you want your recruitment in a top division to be top notch and scouting is going to be obviously one way to do that. So you want to make sure you have good scouts. It doesn't necessarily have to be the very best of the best, but I think 15 judging ability and potential for top league is great. And then you sort of just drop it down a little bit as you drop down the leagues. And then for medical team as well, medical team is very, very important. Now, I'm sometimes I could be a bit of a space bar button uh, player where I just press the space bar, not really take in this sort of information. And then I'll be the one that will be complaining six months later that this guy's mm. getting injured, this guy's getting injured. This is one way to help prevent those injuries. Now, Im- you can't avoid injuries, that's impossible. But what you can do as well, sometimes you might be getting a lot of big injuries. Whereas at the moment, what I notice, People say, oh yeah, I'm getting injuries. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting injuries, but it's, it's only for Lord a day or two. Ones, isn't yeah, it? yeah, the, the niggly ones, but I could just rest them and then they're fine. Whereas other people are like, no, nah, mine's are three weeks, four weeks. I will make sure that I've got a very good uh, head of sports scientist, mm. head physio as well. Physios, are, actually medical basically for me is very, <laughs> very important. So again, I'll go to my medical team. I'll make sure I'll have a look at who's good enough and who's not good enough. And then I'll start working away from my staff just like that. One thing as well, I will say to you, Steve, just because you are brand new to FM24, <laughs> we've had it for a couple of weeks during the early access. Make sure you have at least four goalkeepers. Yeah. In your squad, <laughs> you will need those. <laughs> yeah. What? Why? We've had to play Joe Bellingham in goal. Not once. You can get goalkeeper <laughs> injuries during matches happen now. So, yeah. you know what I mean? You've got to be aware of that. Oh, there's five subs as well. That is good, isn't it? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because yeah. you mentioned that last yeah. time, didn't you, that you were unaware of that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Question, well, I couldn't. I had it for one season on FM22 because it was the um, COVID. It was the COVID uh, year. Yeah. And, then, and yeah. then that was taken away. Question, question for you, Aaron, okay? And this, again, is coming from a, from a lower league perspective, right? You're talking here about head of departments, so a head yeah. scout, like a chief scout, sorry, a head of youth development, a head yeah. uh, physio. Um, <clears throat> what's, the, what's the benefit to having a head rather than just a standard scout? So if I'm, for example, if I'm at, at Spartans, yeah. would, I, would I go for a chief scout or would I just go for a scout? Like, um, it, I think it's more so... Uh, so for especially for so for recruitment team for a chief scout, your chief scout could actually be handling the assignments of arranging where other scouts go as well, and they're usually the main person to report back to you. So when it comes to the scout meetings and stuff like that, they're the ones that will be like, "Look, this guy's got an A, this guy's got an A plus. Look at him." Rather than Joe might have scouted him, but it will be Dan telling you that he's an A plus rather than Joe sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, now, if you are in the lower leagues and you can't necessarily get that chief scout, it's not that much of a problem. So again, in the staff page, you can go to 
responsibilities they have changed in FM24. So it is responsibilities and then advice and reports. And then here is where actually, if you don't have that chief scout or whatever, or you might have a scout that's actually better than your chief scout. And maybe you want him to be giving you back that feedback. You got to hear providing scout feedback. Ours is Kevin, the director of football, actually. I'm guessing Lee is the one that's doing the hand. He's the one that's sorting out. You go to Brazil, you go to Argentina, you go to Finland. And then we've got many other scouts here. I know Rabla is actually a very good scout. And then maybe actually I want him to be giving me the scouting feedback. This does mean that sort of these roles are kind of, <laughs> they're not really that important anymore. But that's sort of why, at, especially at a big club, you would have a chief scout because that means you can have an expert in certain areas. You're a scout, just scout. You're a scout, you're a scout. You chief scout, you chief scout sort of thing. Whereas obviously if you're asking a scout to be a chief scout, you're also, also asking him, you go out, fly to this country, but also can you on, on your day off, can you also arrange for Dan to go to Brazil and this person to go to that place? So his workload will increase. So if you've got your one single scout doing all of these responsibilities, his workload, of course, will increase. And that's sort of the benefit of having a head of a department. I can have a head analyst where he's just the one that's been the head of it. And then he's got his little team and then they're doing sort of the groundwork and he's just doing, he's all, he's the organizer and allowing me to focus on my matches. Or I could just ask one of the analysts to sort all of it out. But then all that means is that he's going to have no days off. He's going to come back stressed. And yeah, we don't want that. We a question I have that. for you guys, I don't, I don't know, because in my head, one of the advantages too of, of focusing on, on signing your staff, like in yeah. this route in terms of the first yeah, point A, point B, point C, the first thing to do on a new save, is that you can offer, like, get, I've just tried to sign, for example, as we were talking, fitness coach, uh, free agent, Danny Romero, I think his name was, 9K a week, which in the context of staff is quite a lot. But mm. in the context of footballers, <laughs> that ain't a lot. I then just tried to find, sign myself a, a defensive technical coach. Yeah. Like Alan Russell, currently a free agent, offered him a bit more um, than he was asking for. Just, you know, mm. I don't know if this just goes into a financial black hole that isn't registered on the game. Yeah, it, Or if it I can. somehow just not. You've it been managing Italy too long, haven't you? Finance is asking to sort that out. It's not a problem. <laughs> here's can. the money. Is it you have the budget gone, here's the money we're spending. Like, will there be a point no. where they go, no, you can't spend any more and your staff well, stop again, offering them so much this money? This is the thing. And Tony did mention about uh, the place advert. So again, staff search, you don't really have a control over that necessarily. Like, you could one minute look at a staff and he's asking for one grand. And then the next person that you click on, he's asking for 25. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, but if you do place an advert, I have noticed it tends to be people that. So I think advert, they kind of look for what's based around that level. So let's say Everton are used to giving out five grand. You, it's very rare that you place an advert and then someone's like, hey, I know you usually give out five grand, but I want about 15. <laughs> I think that that rarely happens. It usually be, mm. tends to be people that are very interested and they're working Fil- filters in, out, yeah, it? yeah, it filters, filters out and they're out. working within your sort of wage budget. So I think that, again, that's what the place advert is, is does as but well. Do I have in a ter- wage budget? In terms of actual staffing wages, you about your actual staffing wages, does that come out yeah. of your overall finances yeah. at the club? Probably it would be part of your expenditure <laughs> if you look yeah. at your um, your financial tab, but it does. whether you know how much that's going to affect you. Mm. Where forward. where because this is the thing because uh, this is this is a, a blind spot, admittedly, in my head in it's, terms of like, oh, what an advantage. Yeah, to but mine as well. Maybe it's not. But where no, it, it, no, it does. Um, so if you go to expend, oh sorry, on the left, finances, finances, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So that's you've got finances, and then on the top you've got summary income expenditure, and then you uh, can see here uh, there's player wages, but there's also staff wages. Now, when we're doing build a nation in Romania, we're obviously Champions League. We're doing great, not great, but we're doing well. So I'm just signing all this staff like, oh, we've got the best, and then every month I'm like, why are we losing money? And then when I figured when I saw it, this I was like, staff wages is very high. I was like, sugar. Yeah, and mm. obviously I can't sack them because now it's going to cost me to sack them but, as well. But for something like Build a Nation, though, you <laughs> absolutely want those best, those best staff yeah, yeah, as you can, do. isn't it, to help yeah. upskill everybody as quick as so you possibly can. I've also got a scouting, uh, staff scouting tip, which I've actually mm. started doing in this FM because I was just that bothered. So again, people ask, why don't you get bored? It's like, no, because I've actually do different things every time I play the game. So when I do staff searching, so again, on the left-hand side, staff, and then staff search, edit staff, and then you've got additional conditions. Now here, I'm starting to go to general, personality, and then is not. And then I feel around the bad or not the good personality. So now, if you, go, if you look at my personality page, everyone is professional, determined, ambitious. So actually, it would be easier if I actually just load up the save because you can see it firsthand. Yeah, because that's one of those things as well, which I think people obviously don't necessarily yeah. take as much notice about. But the personality traits of your staff, they do if they match yours and yeah. you're all singing from the same hymn sheet, then of course it's going to be a happier dressing yeah. room, isn't it? And again, I think people I think it's well known that if you get a member of staff who's got a similar playing style or similar tactical outlook on you, that helps. But personalities, I mean, they they play so much, yeah, so much. Uh, in 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 recent exactly versions, that. particularly in this version as well, like yeah. personalities do exactly that. Are so like, are key. <laughs> so we are in the Leon save, and I guess you see the coaching team like we are yeah, the highest. We're the highest in everything. But then again, when we go to coaches and edit coaches, you can see I've taken a time out and made sure people are doing what they're supposed to do. Damien Lazard, that's myself. I'm defending, um, attacking tactical, but we're not. I'm at four star. It could be five star, but if you can see here as well, I'm on Continental A, not a pro license as well. And we are studying for that. So you can see that we've done, uh, we've sorted out everything A-OK. But when I go to my coaching team, and then what I can do here actually is just insert column, general personality. And then you can see here, model professional, resolute, fairly professional, perfectionist, professional, fairly professional, model citizen, resolute, uh, model citizen, balanced, but we didn't sign him. And then we've got determined and resolute. So you can just see, look at the uh, personality of all of my stuff. It's all positive, apart from the ones that we didn't actually buy. So the performance analyst, Javier, that wasn't down to me. I'm actually a balanced personality as well, but I didn't sign myself. <laughs> mm. And it's the same with the scouts as well. I've done the same with the scouts. Just The scouts aren't necessarily that important when it comes to personality. That was more of my thing that when I'm looking through and I'm just get that sort of satisfaction that everyone's got a good personality. But for coaches, it is important because that personality can then rub off on the players. Some people in the stream asking how come some players are developing. That could be, I can't put a single answer on it because I am controlling my training. I'm controlling everything. So I'm very hands-on in the safe. So it's hard to put my answer, uh, finger on one thing. But what I can tell you, which I'm very confident in saying, is that all of these things are helping 100%, 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a lot. I know Steve's notepads on fire, uh, you know, but I'm I'm sitting here. I, going, did... right, I need to restart these saves. Yeah, I, I did want to go through some players, but again, it's difficult because young players will develop regardless. But if you just I go through that's... some of these young players, yeah. it's just like for this guy, for example, 16 year old, we should put him in the first team. But he's we've got not just green arrows, that slight green. It's thick green, like it's up going sort of mm. thing. 
So that, to me, training is going really, really well, in my opinion. Training is absolutely an episode we need to do. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, because, it, again, it's another one of those things, and Steve, I hate to say it to you, but it's another thing that feels like it's you've got to be keeping your eye on it this year yeah. as well. There's loads of stuff that are different from FM22 yeah. to FM24, so you will you will notice. Uh, Even down to the training schedules. Like, oh, that's, like, oh, that you know, I can just sort of, I didn't do that in FM22. Go, yeah, you didn't. And you should have done it in FM23. It's <laughs> definitely a thing in FM24 now. There is one yeah. thing I wanted to mention sort of in the training thing, but I, oh, we might have to wait. But Next it's, episode, Aaron. Yeah, it's Stop. that thing that I found it and it's like, oh, I want to tell if you want this. Make a note, make a note, make a note. And we'll do it I in will, the next yeah, episode, right? I will, that's, I will. That's now. So anyway. <laughs> right. I think, I think <laughs> that we, I think we, I think we've given Steve a lot of information there. Okay. Now, Steve, homework for this week, okay? Oh, God. Okay, go Set on. yourself up. Yeah. Start with Everton. Mm-hmm. Come back next week and tell us where you're at. That's, okay. That's the best way, yeah? You're in. It is possible. In, it is possible I would not have played a single game, just to be clear. Just in terms of, like, <laughs> what oh, yeah. I have done. We'll, we'll, setting up, we'll, we'll, we'll edit it out. We'll, we'll put this <laughs> Uh, yeah, Steve decided not to bother and has gone back to Fiorentina. No, it's the day one responsibility. It's the day one. How duties, dare you, it? Tony Jameson? How dare you? I can imagine not Steve just being on that in. day one for a very long time, especially no, at Everton as well. Uh, especially but you know what, Yeah, but you know what? The day one screen. I think we mentioned it when we when we re rebranded, and we certainly mentioned it in our own in our old old world. But that day one screen. Let us know, by the way. Let us know how long you spend on the day one screen because it does vary uh, it does. From, from you know from from a couple of hours to a couple of days you can do that uh via via twitter via the discord come and of course talk about your saves in there that's a way you can get a lot more in depth so uh, obviously we've got all the socials so twitter tiktok instagram facebook comment on the video on youtube of course the discord as i say is there and absolutely somewhere you should all be hanging out it's the fm show pod on social media obviously if you haven't found the podcast yet we are the fm show pod on all of your podcast platforms as well you can send us emails because my word there's going to be some questions coming forward <laughs> in fm24 emails come to the fm show pod that's the fm show pod at gmail.com and steve very quickly as we look towards the end of the episode we do have some <laughs> correspondence uh for uh for your perusal and uh, yes. I spy a potential FM confessional. Mm, well, so this comes in uh, from Shane Byron. Thank you for getting in touch, Shane. Um, Shane asks, is it cheating to lose qualifiers on purpose? So you qualify for the Europa League instead of the Champions League. Uh, it's so hard to win the Champions League with Aberdeen, who, who uh, Shane is playing with. Um, and Shane is three seasons in. Um, now you know, it's funny because someone I said that's a real okay, doing that in real life. They, they're literally purposely <laughs> aiming for fair to get to your belly. <laughs> a couple of things on this. Number one, I love the implication that you can choose to lose a game or not uh, at your whim. Do you know what I mean? I suppose you can, yeah. It's, it's yeah, more, you can the game. no, you can't, game, right? you cannot, no, you cannot, you can't. So at Arsenal, we did try to do that. It was more sort of me frustrated and sh- yeah. telling my play- big players, look, listen, none of you lot are playing against Real Madrid. We played Reese Nelson right back, complete wing back, everything. Like I was that peed up. And then, yeah, and then we won the game 3 0. <laughs> and wow. then, in your means, well, I just look silly on stream. Well, I was just one minute I'm irate yep. and I'm supposed to be irate, but we're beating Madrid 3 0 with young players. I'm like, 
we're going to score again, aren't we? And then as we're scoring, that, that's starting to wind me up even more because like, why are you scoring? But the starting <laughs> players can't score. And it's that sort of winding me up even more. But it's funny. We did try like, to the throw the game. The bright. We're so, yeah. the future's bright. <laughs> we did try to throw the game. It was more so teach the first team a lesson. And it was like, well, I don't think anyone learned it. Maybe I learned a lesson here that these players should be the ones starting. Get, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't start nah. the last game. <laughs> I mean... Is is it mm. cheating? It's certainly unethical, Steve. At the yeah, very it's least, throw it. It's, it's, thing it's, is it's about borderline this. match fixing. If we're being if we're brutally honest, <laughs> to be absolutely clear, we're not accusing Shane of match fixing. Match fixing. I, I said it's borderline. Yeah. I said it's borderline. <laughs> 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 not that he would in, in a video game, not real world, obviously. Uh, the thing, yeah. I, thing is though, I completely agree with Shane in terms of how annoying the Champions League is. Like, because with Fiorentina, FM twenty two. I've never got past the quarterfinal. Two seasons in a row, I've lost to Man UFC mm-hmm. yeah. in the quarterfinals. And it's been penalties, set pieces, etc. Uh, so I can't, I'm kind of with him. And I've won the Europa League twice, got to the final a third time. It's quite enjoyable. Because also, quite, quite often, you have the sort of more traditional, you play your Valencias or your yeah. you know, um, Atletico Madrid or whatever, like <laughs> early era Champions League teams that certainly from someone of, my generation feel like proper, you know, AC Milan will be in there quite a lot. Feel like proper European ties rather than just, mm. you know, energy drinks uh, or nation state <laughs> soft power exercises. <laughs> um, you know, so, and yeah, and a team like Aberdeen, you know, it's not dissimilar to Fiorentina. Aberdeen's probably harder though, actually. So fair enough, Shane, for getting across that Celtic and Rangers duopoly. Um, and specifically because of that, I think it's fine. So I've got two thoughts on this. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two thoughts. Right? So one, one, now it's no longer the Champions League and it's essentially just some sort of midweek European Space League, then fine, okay? It's just boring. The Champions Speech League damn. is boring, so don't bother yeah. with it. If the question is, do I get knocked out of the Champions League so I can listen to the Europa League music because it's infinitely better than the Champions League tune? Then damn right I agree with that. Yeah. Oh my God. Every, every time we're in the Europa League, literally before the game, I'm just like, I just love the music. I just love it. But, yeah, we'll stop that. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to yeah. be the opposite and say, no, this isn't good. And I'm only saying this because he's in Scotland, the Scottish League, not many teams are in the Champions League. So the team that's in it is it's important that they can do as good as they can for the good of the league. It that's would true. obviously increases your reputation as well. You can attract better players and that sort of that sort of stuff as well. So I think it's actually very important that he tries. I know he doesn't want to be the bat- <laughs> the whipping boy and sort of mm-hmm. thing, but you know what? At the end of the day, it's actually one way to learn. Maybe he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not on that vibe yet to want to maybe want to learn the game or try and learn a way to get through these teams. Yeah. But it's actually one way. Even though it could come around every twelve months, if you get knocked out early, you got to wait. Oh, oh yeah, you know to get ask, that stage. Ask the fans. Mm. Ask the fans. It's like that thing. Isn't it would. Would you rather finish fourth and not win anything or win a trophy? The the fans want to be in the Champions League. Right? Yeah, they would. The least he can do is turn up. Three seasons yeah. in as well. That like is very early. I think that I think if yeah. you're like six, seven, six, seven seasons in, and like in Steve, your situation, Milan, Inter, Juve are possibly in the Champions League as well. I think yep. in Scotland, it might just be the one. Is it just the one? And then the other teams uh, have to qualify for Europa League, I believe. Probably, yeah. 
I yeah, think certainly the like winners a, get yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, yeah. A, so I think law, it's, I think law, it's law, very like important. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. I think yeah, it's very if, you're, important. if you're in the Champions League after three seasons, you, you've done great guns to get the Champions League <laughs> in three seasons. Mm. Enjoy it, you know. Your players as well. Your players will grow in reputation as well. Especially if you you don't necessarily have to get far all the time to to raise as well. I do believe it works as if you beat teams that are ranked higher than you as well. Mm-hmm. Like I think also as well a little sweet spot actually. Because obviously the thing is financially too. All the coefficients have you mentioned is yeah, completely yeah. Is, is 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 on the money. But you get that speaking three of money, for winning the game. Yeah, if you win it, yeah, three million winning the game. If you um, qualify into the group stage proper, more cash there. Yeah. You do the frustrating thing too is that if you get out of the group in the Champions League, a lot of cash there as well. But and then you're gonna hit. You're gonna hit a, a, a team that's gonna knock you out. But you've also passed expectations, so by then it's just, it's sort of we've got nothing Secure to lose. Your job. Which is yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. the sort of approach that I need to start taking because I've got this thing of yeah. right. We've got to this stage. We can still win these games. Sort of things. So like I'm not playing like okay. The shackle, no pressure on. We've got nothing to lose. Sort of thing. I, maybe we could have got some better results that way. But you know me. I'm sort of. I'm actually. I don't care if this team are <laughs> twenty levels above us. We're at home. I'm expecting us to perform. That's just my personal thing, though. When I'm playing mm. the game, sort of thing. And then, mate, again, that's what contributes. When I don't win the game, to contributes to my frustrations, <laughs> rather that's... than just being realistic and be like, "This is actually our level." But I'm like, "No, we're supposed to be springing surprises." That's what the fans mm. want. <laughs> yeah. But what I was going to say was Aaron as well. Just and round up Shane's point. Sorry, is that um, the sweet spot is you get into the group stages, get some of that Champions yeah. League money. If you finish third in the group. <sighs> If you really don't want to carry on, you know, you, you then enter the Europa League then, and then you've got your cup run. Ah, he's in the big group Champions yeah, League the, thing, the, though. The, the new thing where it yeah. oh, no! understands. Yeah, this oh. time in FM24, you've only got one season, I think, of the original, and then it yeah. goes into this. But I like this group thing because... Okay, I always, I always like going back to my old saves. Like, I'm Leon, so I've got the... I, we did get some of the big teams. Luckily, you just get that one season where it happens that you just got them away. I mean, at home, sorry. So I've got like Milan at home, just a couple of good teams at home, and then the away teams like Sturm Graz and stuff like that. So it's just like, okay, football managers rolled me a good dice here. We are playing the big teams, but they are at home. I think Man City is the away is the only one that I have to deal with, which you would have to deal with anyway in the four uh, four team group because maybe you would have to play Bayern Munich and then you're now stuck with Bayern mm. Munich playing them twice. <laughs> so, it, yeah. pros and cons, pros okay. and cons. I like the league. Get out of it, In Sean. Game. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> Give the fans what they want. Uh, they but... don't want to hear about Europa League football. They want to be bragging that they're in the Champions League. <laughs> we also got a message from Danny on Twitter as well. He's at the FM show, Pod, Tony and myself. And of course, producer Steve. Thanks for answering this on the pod. I can't even remember. The so that that was about that was the, the the tweet from last week was about could you um, uh, yeah. fit a, a playmaker into a specific tactic uh, yes. like a veteran we were looking at where would you fit a veteran and we were sort of going well maybe a deep line playmaker maybe uh, a defender possibly yes. or an enganch uh, and he's he's come back with a with where he thinks is potentially an answer yeah and you might have to help me with the pronunciation pronunciation of this name as well with a fifty six year old. Miura, King Kazu, the 56-year-old Japanese player, the oldest player in the game. There's definitely a community challenge in that. And when we saw that, when we read that, we all thought, ooh, that's quite interesting finding a role for a 56-year-old a football manager. Box-to-box midfielder is not the role. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he looks like he's on loan at Portuguese uh, second-inside. Yes. Oliver Enz, which I think is... Do we get promoted with him? With them, get promoted Ooh. with them, with him on the side. 
with him in the side. That's fun. Uh, he started his professional career in 1986 <laughs> at Santos in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's had a career and a half. There's a film in this guy, surely. Yeah, it's a long one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, Genoa. He was in Genoa for a bit. Wow, mm-hmm. what a career. That is uh, Santos Palmeiras. It's a Kobe, you go home in Sydney, bit in Australia. God, what a life. That yeah. was a grip. <laughs> what? And he's played for the futsal, Japanese futsal team, as well as getting 89 caps. He, and he for stopped. Japan. He last played for Japan in 2000. <laughs> That's crazy. Got 89 caps. Yeah, big respect. That's to fun. Yeah. That's fun. That's a good that one. Is a um, That's a lot of fun. And Thanks, the challenge Danny. is a decent one because it's not too difficult. I wouldn't say Portuguese second tier. It's all right. I do like that challenge. You'd have to build around him, wouldn't you, though, in terms of like maybe he's oh, an enganch or depends oh, on his tributes, you know. Yeah. He's actually uh, playing anyway. games this season as well. So he's, he's not just there for the sake of it. He's actually playing games as well. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Not for the lows. Anyway, from Danny, uh, thank you very much for that, for that message there. Follow up yes. for what we were talking about last week. Yeah. Uh, to Daniel Krizanowski. Uh, now, this is a message Daniel sent in a little while ago, but we thought we'd save it until FM24 proper. So thank you for uh, emailing this, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, which you, of course, can do if you email thefmshowpod at gmail.com, thefmshowpod at gmail.com. Um, Daniel writes, uh, I love the show, and all the FM show does elevate the FM community. Thank you, Daniel. You've pandered to our egos. You've paid the toll. You may enter. During uh, <laughs> last week's show, which was very many weeks ago since uh, this was yeah, sent Any week's show. A few, yeah, a few weeks ago. Go down the feed to find it. Uh, we chatted about um, closing games out and what you do to do that game set etc um daniel has requested if in an upcoming episode we could dive deeper into that topic because uh daniel is often trying to close out a one goal lead or chasing to equalize late an important match uh and would love some tips about tactics personnel motivation even some spit spit housery just avoiding the youtube um Mm, sensors to help in the final part of those matches so the answer to that daniel is yes we will do that (laughs) absolutely Uh, (laughs) Yes. The answer to Sorry, the answer to the question is not yes. Uh, the answer yeah. to the request is yes. Because it's a, it's a, it's a longer like answer. Yes. It's a longer answer. Because, because, there's, because there's two different topics there, isn't it? What do you do to close a game out? What do you do to, to push on? So two two different answers, but all... Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, a that, that's an episode and a half, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine that. So, yes, Daniel, at some point, thank game? you for emailing yes. in. At some point in the future, uh, we will we'll cover that. So thank you for um, uh, sending that in. Absolutely. And of course, we do appreciate everyone who does get in touch. As Steve says, emails can come to us via the fmshorepod at gmail.com. Come and hit us up. Uh, join the Discord. Come and chat to us as well. Let us know how your FM24 journeys have begun and what your plans are. Um, that was the episode number 17 of the FM Show, hosted by myself, Tony Jameson. Your co host was Aaron Falloon, aka RDF Tactics. Our producer is producer Steve Hankey. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. <laughs>